This week, HVAC 360 series Big Wigs in HVAC History salutes William John McQuarrum Ranking, a Scottish engineer and physicist most famously known for the ranking cycle and the ranking scale. The ranking cycle is an idealized thermodynamic cycle of a heat engine that converts heat into mechanical work while undergoing phase change. While the ranking scale is an absolute temperature scale, that means no negative temperatures here, related to the Fahrenheit scale, and it starts at absolute zero. Other little known fun facts about William. He never learned how to ride a cycle or scale a tree, referred to every woman he met as Susan, but married an Alice and was disowned by his mother twice for selling her haggis recipe to a neighbor. Suffice it to say, William John McQuarrum ranking, our wigs are off to you. Welcome back, Matt Nelson here, your host for HVAC 360, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. I do that every week by sharing information, specific lessons learned in the field, or talking with industry experts. Uh, if you haven't already, I want to actually um, ask, have an ask of you to go over to YouTube, search up HVAC 360, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to get my first 100 YouTube subscribers for that channel, and I plan on doing some excellent things here starting in March. All right, so what's up for this week? This week, we're going to be talking with Kayla Oldrick, uh, who is the inside sales manager for Hairsight Protective Coatings. This may be a topic that you haven't given much thought to in the past, but you should definitely get a basic primer in it. Now, you know what? That's a little coatings humor there for you. No extra charge. All right. Enough of that. Let's just cut to the tape. All right. Today we're talking with Kayla Oldrick, uh, who is the inside sales manager at Harrisite Protective Coatings. How are you doing today, Kayla? I'm good. Thank you. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about the Harrisite Protective Coatings company and how they go to market. Sure. Harrisite. Protective Coatings has been in the industry since 1935. We've focused on HVAC protection since 1965 when our products P413 and VR were introduced. Um, we really just target marine and salt air as well as chemical resistance and those are the main areas we focus on for protecting. So now uh, you have some specific coatings for HVAC, but that's not really all you have. Is that right? Correct. We have a full portfolio of solutions. Um, we have a baked phenolic coating that is used in the railroad, the railroad industry, uh, tank car linings to protect against like sulfuric acid. Uh, we have some other products that are used in the aerospace industry. So we do have a number of other coatings, but our primary focus is HVAC. All right. So uh, tell me about the different coatings that you have for HVAC. So we have our P413 is the highest performing um, coating on the market. 
It is a modified baked phenolic with phenolic and epoxy. It is applied in a fil thin film, um, so there's less than 1% heat transfer loss. Um, and we reformulated this a few years ago um, to really get the best of the phenolic properties as well as the epoxy being thin and flexible. This of coating is applied at one to two mils. So it is, uh, it's very thin. So that's our highest performing product. We do also have um, an ES600 that is a specifically a spray product that does not need to be baked. It is a two-part epoxy silane, which is chemically cured. Um, so this can be field applied. You know, no oven is required. It can be applied to the coils as well as the cabinets, along with the copper piping or refrigerant piping. Um, so that would be like our highest performing uh, spray product. A legacy product of ours uh, that we also have is our VR514. This is an air dry phenolic. This also is a thin coating that is resistant to corrosive fumes as well as marine and salt air. Um, this is a long-standing legacy product of ours. And a new coating that we uh, launched this year is our WB506, which is a water-based air dry coating. Um, this is a low VOC direct metal coating. It exhibits excellent corrosion resistance, UV resistance, and weathering qualities. Um, it has good adhesion to ferrous and non-ferrous metals, and the resistance against marine and salt air is phenomenal. We've got test data that currently is up to 5,000 plus hours. Um, this is uh, also an air dry product as well. So now the, um, how, how do engineers typically specify your products? I mean, you know, full, full disclosure here, you know, before I, um, uh, Harrisite reached out to me, I always identified Harrisite as a, a, a coating in and of, in and of itself. It's like, you know, you'd select Harrisite, uh, a Harrisite coating for a particular project, um, if you wanted some uh, some additional protection on your coils. Now, that's not necessarily true, and now I've been educated, and now you've been educated, uh, to the listening audience, is uh, that there are different products out there from Harrisite. Harrisite, I guess, is like the, the Kleenex of the coatings industry. But uh, So how do, how do engineers typically specify your products? Well, that is one of the biggest things uh, we run into, Matt, is that they do just specify Harrisite, and Harrisite is actually the brand, like you mentioned. Um, and so that is one thing we are trying to combat and get to educate engineers and educate um, the specifying audience that they do need to specify which product they want because we do, again, have a whole portfolio of solutions um, that to fit a number of different environments and needs so currently, um, we do have engineers specifying Parasite P413, baked phenolic epoxy. The more information you can get into that spec, the better. And there are a number of specs still out there that just say 
parasite. Um, and that is, that leaves too much ambiguity that um, the end customer may not get what they want by just having it. Because, you know, VR514 is a Harrisite product. And although it has, it's perfect for some environments, it's not as robust as P413. So the spec would be met by applying VR514. However, it's not the level of protection that the specifying engineer was intending to receive. Right, because they all have their 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 strong suits and their their not so strong suits. Correct, correct. Now, I guess what um, you know, I'll I'll throw this out there. If, if you're looking for some sort of um, uh, you know something for a, a coil, like a like a uh, air handler coil, and you're wanting some sort yes. of you know salt resistance, what's probably the best product that you have for that? The best product that we have would be the P413. In all cases, if you can have someone apply that and then bake it, that is going to give the greatest, you know, the best resistance. If you're not able to have someone apply that with an oven um, or have the capabilities of baking it, the ES600 would be the next best product out there. Um, However, if you're just if it's just going to be exposed to marine and salt air, the WB506 offers just as good protection as the ES600 um, for salt spray testing. So basically, that the P the P413 uh, um, that's kind of a, a different product from the others in that it requires a uh, an oven. It needs to be baked on. Correct. Yes, that is the one differentiating uh, property between the products. Now, typically I would, you know, I, I guess I'd kind of run into specifying the Harrisite product um, or a, a Harrisite coating um, when I'm selecting equipment. And so you really work, uh, you know, one of the ways that you go to market is you work with the OEMs to um, have them, you know, bake that on or, or actually, you know, put that on them to get that applied uh, in a factory setting uh, where they can bake it on, whether they use a third party to bake it on or not, but that it comes from the factory to the job site already applied, correct? Correct. So now there are correct. other ways that you can do this because um, do you sell this product direct to uh, direct to consumers? We do. We sell all of our products direct to end users. Um, whoever is interested and able to apply Harrisite products, we sell, we sell direct to them. Now, what sort of uh, steps do people need to take? Um, and I can envisioning, uh, you know, whether it be a contractor, whether it be a facility manager, what, what steps do you need to take to uh, uh, apply these coatings? Well, in all cases, surface prep is um, extremely important. So, making sure that that surface is free of any oil, dirt, debris. All of our coatings are designed to go direct to metal. So um, there's no primers needed in any of our coatings, but the surface does need to be cleaned. 
Now you said you said whether ne- that's using a mild degreaser, or um, in some cases we have like a surface prep that we sell with the ES six hundred. Um, so there are a couple ways to get that done. It just needs to be clean. Now you said that um, like when it be, you know, becomes applied to metal, are are there some um, uh, I guess materials that this should not be applied on? It won't do any good. Anything that's not like plastics, we don't adhere to plastics or, um, but any, you know, all steels, aluminum, copper, brass, we've applied, we've applied to all of those substrates. Now, is there any pieces of equipment that you, you've run into kind of after the fact, I mean, or that you've heard about that, that isn't a good fit for your product? Anything that's pre-coated, you definitely have to get that pre-coated um, paint off, whether it's like blasting with aluminum oxide or um, like a scuff, but there, because the, the paint needs to be able to um, adhere and, and bond with something. So pre-coated, pre-coated product is not uh, a candidate for hair assay products. Now, uh, as far as the heat transfer, now obviously when we talk about coils, heat transfer is very important. Um, adding additional coating, um, there is some sort of penalty, but I, I guess you mentioned it before, it, it's really not that much. Can you can you tell me a little bit more about that? Uh, the heat transfer like impact on when our, after our products are applied we found through third-party testing is less than 1% heat loss or impact. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's, that's excellent. Now, I guess um, as far as kind of, you know, after you've applied it, what, what's the, the maintenance on this? What should, you know, maintenance, uh, the maintenance staff and facility people, um, technicians, what should they uh, really pay attention to when clearing, cleaning a uh, product, you know, coated in one of your parasite um, products? We recommend regular maintenance um, of just kind of rinsing that coil, getting off any anything that's settled on there on a regular basis, meaning maybe twice a year, uh, for sure yearly, having that equipment washed down. So I guess I'm just curious, kind of curious, since this can be applied just by, a you know, uh, spray applied, brush applied, um, just about anything. What what sort of unusual or weird applications have you um, uh, you've, you've heard of? Um, we so a number of like environments come to mind when you ask that because you know I think everyone thinks about just coastal and marine and salt air or wastewater treatment plants is a big kind of known environment that requires protective coatings. But um, kind of a few interesting ones that have come about most recently are like a health and fitness areas that are offering like a salt room. The, um, our product has been used to protect the equipment in those environments. Uh, there's a salt room that is used to preserve uh, alligator skin for Gucci handbags and wallets. I thought that was very interesting that 
that that even kind of exists. And therefore, Heresite was called out in the spec to protect against that um, product. A lot of agricultural, you know, fertilizers, as well as the hog farms and chicken farms. And most recently, I heard about uh, kind of the egg farm. They've got the chickens, but then there's the egg room. Um, protections needed in those environments, too. So um, it really opens up your understanding of all of the different environments that require protective, protective coatings. Uh, more so than just marine and salt air. Awesome. Well, are, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave us with? Um, I just encourage anyone with questions, comments, concerns, if they're unsure of does my job require coatings or I have a job that requires coatings but I'm not sure how, how to go about getting it, to reach out, check us out on our website, Parasite.com. Um, call us, email us. Uh, we're I have a cult consultative selling approach, so we're always happy to help get the solution that fits your needs to make sure that you get the protection you desire. Right, and I think the one thing that that uh, you had mentioned earlier is obviously. Um, even when you, even when you're an engineer and you call on a specific vendor, um, they may not necessarily be familiar with the different types of phenolic coatings or the different types of uh, heresite coatings that you, that uh, are available out there. So you might want some, uh, you know, go direct to the source and figure out exactly what you should specify and see if that's uh, possible or available, and kind of kind of circle back to the uh, manufacturer's rep when you uh, specify that. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was a pleasure talking with you, Kayla. And uh, thanks so much for your time. All righty. Thank you, you too. All right. Thanks again to Kayla for taking the time to chat with me. Check out the show notes for links uh, to things mentioned in the interview. You can find those show notes over at hvac360.com slash 156. All right, well, that's it for me this week. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this is helpful. If you know anybody who's looking to step up their HVAC game, consider sharing this episode or really another one of your favorites uh, with them. Uh, This is by far the best thing you can do to spread the word about this podcast. Uh, For all those extra credit hounds out there, three simple asks. Um, If you're not a subscriber to the newsletter, uh, go over to HVAC360.com and sign up for that for some more weekly goodness. Um, Again, sign up for the YouTube channel, subscribe to that. And lastly, I'd be greatly honored if anybody wants to consider leaving me a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of HVAC 360. I'm Matt Nelson, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. And as always, know what you build and share what you know.